Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your look at Selena's news, events, art teachers turn musicians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is a fun one. This is, man, we are going very, it's either history or, or artists in the last couple of months here at Selena's Underground. And I absolutely love it. It's so cool. And I love that we're, it's really expanded. We are Selena's Underground Podcast, but it's like, I mean, the whole area is awesome. You know, we want to, we try to bring the whole area together. And yeah, so today we have another artist, another musician, <laughs> Jen Fragonard. Yeah, Fragonard. Yeah, okay, that's actually my very first question. I'm gonna <laughs> jump right in. I was like, it's like Obi Trice, you know, is it real name, no gimmick? Is your name is really Jen? No. Oh, okay. I, uh, yeah, I wish though. Jen's such a cool oh, name. Oh, okay. I feel like it's like, it's, I've come into like my own as Jen in the last year, which is cool. But uh, no, no spoiler alerts on my real name. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a stage name that I came up. Oh, with. okay. Well, that's cool. it's it's a great one. I mean, I've only the only other gin I know is uh, Gin Rummy from the Boondocks. Do you ever Gin Wigmore too? I I realized recently that I used to listen to her in college. I don't know who that is. She's uh, I don't know. She's not very well well known, but she's really good. Gin Wigmore. Yeah, she did. If only. Hmm. Well, if only I knew who she was. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best musician named Jen that I know. You know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, we are here because, dude, we're here to talk about your music. You got a new album coming out. Yes. Very, very soon. October 20th, right? Am I getting well, the date so, right? Uh, Technically, it's going to be officially like totally released on December 9th. But the first, it's coming out in chapters. So the first chapter comes out on October. It's like R. Kelly's trapped in the closet. You're you're doing that version. It kind of, yeah. Um, I just <laughs> sorry to mean to compare you to R. Kelly. <laughs> no, please no. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I don't know. Chapters felt manageable for me. It's two songs at a time. Oh, some okay. of them is some of them. It's gonna maybe be three. Like it kind of gives me a wiggle room for what I want to do. But uh, I'm sweating in here. Yeah. Is it? Is it hot? I it's seventy three degrees in here. That's uh, wild. I didn't even notice that there's like a temperature on the clock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, that's when, punishing during the summer when there's like. Dude, you're looking. It's like eighty seven, and it's like fifteen minutes into the episode, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be tough." Oh man! You're like, did you talk about everything already? Are we done? <laughs> Are we done? Because yeah. it's ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, I was one. that was also going to be another question because I was mm -hmm. like, dude, you hear chapters? And I think you said 10, right? Is oh, that no. Three. Three chapters. Three chapters per album. And what? Oh, <laughs> so, okay, so, but 10 albums? Album, Where did I get the 10 from? I don't know, but I would. I do, thought you I were saying it was going to be 10 albums. 10 albums and each one was going to be its own chapter with like its own songs. No, it's the opposite. I have three chapters uh, uh, and then it's. Together, it's going to compile. So I'll release in chapters, and then by December 9th, then every chapter will be delete, uh, the, released. The th three. And yeah, it'll be like two songs. So I mean, six I songs. I already have more albums planned. but so Dude, more, if anyone follows you coming. on Instagram, you know you're you're <laughs> like Prince, dude. You're like writing songs every day, yeah. ev every single day. So I'm sure you have. <laughs> well, and, and also, because I'm sure can people are hearing your voice and, and, and hearing that you have an album come out, but mm -hmm. if they've never seen you, they gotta be like, well, what am I get? Why would I, you know, what am I getting myself into? Yeah, definitely. And I've seen you perform. So, so it's cool. Cause I, I get to, I can also, I, 
Dude, are you familiar with the band The Blows? No. Oh, shit. Is it good? I, I, yeah. Should I listen? Well, they have a song, uh, True Affection. Okay. And it's so cool because are you familiar with the band D4? I don't know why I'm sweating so much in <laughs> it's here. It's okay. I have your your person, yeah, your per, your your bright personality <laughs> is is right is I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. But uh, D4L, they were a hip hop band. They did um, Laffy Taffy. Remember that song? That Laffy Taffy. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Laffy Taffy. Maybe Candy Girl. It was like 2005. You were what, like 20 or something? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know like any music. I started listening to music in like junior high and yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm so like I have my like one little like pocket of music and I don't have like a lot of influences or like, Dude, I don't know. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I would have not expected of you. Cause yeah, again, no, listening to, to your music and music. To you, every, well, you see your style and everything. You're mm-hmm. like, Dude, this, this girl must listen to everything, you know, no, like she must just be constantly. I, don't. Oh, that's so I listen to very little. And then my, I hang out with all musicians. So they're always like, you know, that song like this, this or this. And I'm just like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I like almost never know it. I'm, I'm right there with you. Or I'm just like, uh, oh, the Rolling Stones do this is great. And they're like, this is Led Zeppelin. Or something. Yeah. You're just like, well, it's not that bad. I could tell Led Zeppelin apart, but. Um, well, anyway, I got, I'm t- trying to describe your your sound here because, well, I was going to say, like, I feel like, say, like, a folksy yeah. sound. Like, to I'm me, that's kind of like saying alternative, you know? It's yeah. just like, oh, I don't know what it's kind just... of rock to put you in, so I'll just say alternative. And, yeah. like, kind of, like, chill, like, kind of coffee shop music. It was just all like, oh, it's folk music. It's folk. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, it is, but it's not, especially yeah. if they see you live because you can, it, I don't know. It just, it seems like a lot of influences and a lot of different stuff. Um, but I guess that's the, like, it's very, ch- it's chill music. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's overall, it's chill. I have a few like kind of upbeat st- things. I would say it's almost like, I've been like trying to figure this out myself, honestly. And I, before I go to playlisting, I will definitely, or really the process of playlisting is really about figuring out your genre, I think. But um, yeah, I think it's almost like singer songwriter plus band is kind of like how I think of it. Cause it's very like piano esque. I think it's got a lot of elements of like Regina Spectory kind of like pop not pop i don't i don't think it's pop i don't need i don't even know what to call it but you're basically a taylor swift clone <laughs> no. oh my god i don't even know why i said pop i'm like the opposite of taylor swift i'm just like i don't know i it's like you're both very talented that's true <laughs> maybe maybe that's our, our crossover in our venn diagram but um yeah it's kind of folksy it's kind of singer songwritery songwritery um yeah i've been trying to figure it out it's kind of americana in some moments there you again that's a that's a because to me that that is it's like rocket man i remember seeing jazzy too yeah you can you can i mean it's on the piano you know Mm -hmm. or you're on the keyboard a lot so but then you bust out the ukulele you know and it gets different i have i'm just i can't concentrate on one instrument it's too boring gotta hop well, and to me, it was, uh, there's a, I saw a band at the Catalyst one time, Le Boucherettes. Okay, cool. They, oh man, they're awesome. They're, they're out of Mexico and these, I think they may have one male member, but it was all ladies. Mm-hmm. And just listening to it, I was like, dude, this is rock and roll. Yeah. Like when you were in the seventies at the whiskey in, in Hollywood 
and like the doors are barely figuring their shit out, you know, yeah. like that, you know, like before all the the freaking arenas and the money and all that, like just just raw music, yeah. you know, like you could see that they're enjoying the hell out of themselves and and it just coming across uh, through the speakers. And it's so awesome. And to me, I got a when I was watching you, that's also what I got. Oh, you know, it was like Thank it you. was like like again, like. <laughs> I mean, I hate to like quote real because saying real music implies that there's fake music. And yeah. I'm not trying to be like an asshole like that. <laughs> but to me, it's just like, again, going back to the jazz, that's what I yeah. could totally picture. You know, just these dudes that probably have regular jobs, but after hours, they just meet up. They buy some cheap booze. They roll some shitty joints and then they just fucking play tunes until the fucking yeah, night, you know. Totally. And um, and so you can see a bit of that like. It's not chaotic in that, like, there's all this music, <laughs> but it is kind of, um, oh, what do they call the freaking, those the jug bands, right? Like, Ooh. You, you know, where you, you got the dude blowing into the jug, you got the dude on the washboard, <laughs> you know, but it's really good stuff. Like, you get the music. Like, if you watch Stomp, you know, it doesn't, the instruments really don't matter, you yeah. know, it's like the, the emotion that comes across. Yeah. And, and again, and with your songs, there are those songs that they are, very deep and emotional. You can tell that they're very personal. Yeah, it's almost definitely. like a diary entry that you're putting to music. Yeah. And then there are some songs that are again livelier and 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 really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Oh, it also. Are you familiar? No, we're all. No, we're all gonna <laughs> be trying to be like. Oh, well, you know Harley Poe. No. <laughs> okay, a lot of people don't, and uh, and I hate that I have to introduce them because Harley Poe is like kind of the epitome of folk when you hear cool. like okay <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute no, oh my god there is uh, quite a twist a little <laughs> m night shaman like if you just hear the sound of the the vocals and you hear the music yeah you're like oh this is uh somebody that would open for john denver you know yeah. their lyrics are some of the darkest <laughs> darkest so it's exactly like me <laughs> oh my god and no, no oh, it is like so i've, I've told people like like dude like you beat be in the right mindset. Like yeah. these lyrics, if you're not ready, they can hit you in real a, hard. Re yeah. <laughs> so get ready. And then again, and you hear that like, yeah. like transvestites can be cannibals too. And I'll feel better <laughs> after I eat you. And it's just like so happy. And, and you're just like, whoa, you listen yeah. to the lyrics. Well, yeah. Sorry. Well, anyway, so I, I say that because you weren't that dark, but it's one of those where like there's a song and you're like, dude, this sounds like, again, a, a really cool song that mm -hmm. I could see so many different bands playing but you listen to the lyrics and you're like dude it's fucking silly <laughs> like and and i'm trying to if this was a week after the show i would have had all i could think of is the you know the worm you were saying if i were a worm would oh, i make you squirm you or something? wonder that's the lot in the last chapter of this album oh nice yeah. well that's the wonder uh, if i were a worm would you still love me if i made you squirm uh thought i'd break your heart but i broke mine instead little rabbits or little bunnies hopping through the park never getting anywhere and that one got me because again that like that part it had these funny like again he's really like co comedic bits but if you like listen to it like mm -hmm. as a whole you're like well, yeah it's like outcast's hey you know yeah you're like wow this is fun <laughs> and let's dance and then you read the lyrics and i mean he literally yeah. says it like y'all don't want to hear me you just want to dance like it's a sad <laughs> song yeah. you know you read the lyrics and it's about a, a relationship falling apart is and, it really? I've never really, to be, I mean, I fell into that same thing. I've never, I'm yeah. just like dancing to the lyric or to the, to the music, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then he says that, you know, like 
nothing lasts forever. So, you know, so what makes love the exception? <laughs> oh, yeah. it, oh, why, oh, no, why are we in like denial and we know we're not happy here? Yeah. And then that's when he says, y'all don't hear me. You just want to dance. Like he's telling you, you're not even, yeah. I know you're not paying well, attention. To me. I take so much like solace in the fact that like I, when I have a really like, cause my, my shit gets deep. Like it gets really personal and I'm always like really consoled by the fact that like nobody's listening. People are listening to. Oh, I'm li- I'm, I listen. No, I know. Yeah. And I know that there are people that listen, but like those are the people that I want to share that with. The people that are just going to listen to me, like, bo- like the, the, the sheep you mean? And the, <laughs> no, not the sheep. <laughs> but like the people who are just listening to the instruments, that's great. You're getting what you get out yeah. of that. That's awesome. I, I want you to have that too. Um, but you know, the people that care are the people that I want to share those things with. So I'm like, okay with them hearing, you know, my stuff. But yeah, that kind of reminds me too. So the the first um, song on the album is called The Lucky One. And I opened it up with this one because this is like our most popular song and people always ask for it. And it's like always the song that we end with. And it's, it's because it's a good vibe. Like you dance to it. And I just want to ask real quick, because you're mm -hmm. saying we Oh yes, the Fragonards. So the Fragonards is your band. The Fragonards is my band. Yes, we should. I probably should have explained all this. <laughs> well, we, we we said we were going to get to the bio in the second half. <laughs> yeah. So we were going to talk about the album and the yes. music right now. I mean, so it's being released. My hair. Oh no, you're good. I think, but um, but it's being released under the Fragonards. I'm Jin Fragonard, but the Fragonards are, is my band. Um, and then yeah, opens up with the lucky one, which is about um my all of the people in my life who've been important to me who have passed away not necessarily like family members i have those but but it's like close friends who have passed away and it sounds super like people like like hoe down to it (laughs) and if you listen like listen to the lyrics hello in the breakdown listen to the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) no but if you i've like like when I first start wrote that song and started playing it, I would get choked up like singing part of it and like have to turn around and be like, okay, we're getting it together. Like it's a, like an upsetting song. But, um, but yeah, I love that dichotomy between like, I, I used to be a painter and I had this whole, like I, my style of painting is very similar to my style of music where it's like, candy coated melancholy <laughs> you know where it sounds kind of like the hey thing that you were yeah. saying it sounds like really inviting and really like and i'm sitting up there like tiny and cute with my little ukulele and that's like that sounds like i should be doing a certain thing but if you actually give it the time then you realize that like no it's a lot deeper than that it's like frida Kahlo, you know like you see a painting mm-hmm. and you're like wow that's pretty and then you're like wait a minute <laughs> oh my god oh my god like yeah. her veins are ripped out her spine is like it's like oh yeah. yeah but at at you know up front it looks like a really pretty painting and then you really pay attention and you're like whoa whoa it, she's doing some things it, it, gets, it <laughs> gets dark um oh my god what the, oh that's what i was gonna yeah because going back to your your because i, I let you have two songs on spotify yes i listen to them very mm-hmm. very much and but also that in itself those are it almost felt like, dude, this should be on Tragic Kingdom, you know, from No Doubt. <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah. like, dude. Because um, obviously, also super personal. And what I found interesting is that it seemed like those two seemed like a different style than what I saw in Monterey. Yeah, totally. So the band started out as a duo. So the songs that we have on Spotify, I wrote um, Evergreen with Keto Rayburn. And then um, 
so that was sort of like our styles combined together, which I think kind of is more like, I don't, like maybe more like rocky or something. Like it's not quite the same. Or I don't even know. Like it's just well, And you could different. tell if, if you listen. That's maybe folk, I, more folksy. I don't know. But maybe. yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean it. No, no, no. I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, that's, that's what was so cool that you could mm-hmm. tell that there was two different styles there and it meshed yeah. well. Yeah, no, it meshes. And and then the second one that's out um, is You Can Change, and that one's by Keto. He wrote that one a long, a, a relatively long time ago. Um, and then, so I, we, like, kind of changed it into a duet, and then he was like, we should put this out. So it went out under the Fragon Arts, but it's really his song. Oh, that's, and, yeah, yeah that, no, and, and like I said, it's so cool because they are very personal. I, I, mm-hmm. I can't help but listen to the lyrics. And yeah. I'm like, dude, these are, this is interesting, you know, and then the music, but the music, not that it doesn't match, but it's just, this is, it's one of those where like so many different people can go to one of your shows and have a good time. I feel, you know, that's good. I hope so. I love it when people like my shows. <laughs> no. And the, yeah, they were, they were great. And dude, I, I, like I said, I've seen you, I've seen you in Monterey and, mm-hmm. and I was, what show did you come to? I forgot which one it was. I know I've seen. Um, <laughs> I I don't know what what the well it was in that on Tyler. It was on on Tyler. Oh, the Disco Kitchen. Yeah, that oh, place. No, I remember? Yeah, that was a fun show. That was a, that was a cool place. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a little Santa Cruz from Monterey, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're trying to like, I mean, just in the same way. I mean, we've talked about this last time uh, we hung out, like how, like, I just want, I think we both come from a place of like wanting everybody to just like be together and work together and like everybody. But um, yeah. And I think Monterey, like we're really like, come on, Santa Cruz, like come over here. Let's all be together. So I think there's like, uh, Santa concerted. Cruz can get a little full of themselves a bit. I love I, you, Santa well, Cruz, but you guys are so cool. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's cool. It's just like I think Monterey is this really cool place, and maybe Salinas too. I want to play. I need to play here more. We've played XL Public House before, but um, I'm trying to think. I don't think we played too many other places out here. I have to do Stoney's on Friday. That's a oh, I still haven't. Yeah, they have a nice little stage and stuff. And, okay. And Friday nights is the. Oh, I'm down. Place. Uh, what's his name? Rick Rick Jams or maybe Rick James? No, it's Rick Jams. He's like a seventeen year old kid from oh, like yeah. Solid Dad Dude, and I love he that. just shreds. Nice, and he does like peso pluma and stuff. He'll speak in Spanish. It's nice. so cool. That's awesome. It's so cool. But he all he does Stony several uh, a lot, and I've yeah. heard people that have gone and seen him, and they say it's such a great place. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I'll check it out. And we'll we make we actually have. I mean, I don't. I can't spoil yet, or like publicly say this yet but we do have like a show in the works that's going to be in salinas oh really like a big show so that's cool i I look forward to that yeah Mm -hmm. well and like i said that is a a reason why i'm excited and i'm I'm happy that you're here on the show because again we are salinas underground podcast but it's not like yeah we're like oh salinas that's it you know yeah like like, again like i said when we were talking that I, i i would love for this it's a population wise, it's a pretty small area, you yeah. know, so we all really got to support each other. So when there's people like, oh, I won't go to Monterey for a show or I won't go to Salinas. It's like, <laughs> dude, we, we can't think that way. And it's really not that far. It's not that far. 
far. It's like twenty minutes. Who cares? Yeah, if people listen think like podcast. it's a long. Listen yeah, to this podcast. exactly. There yeah, we're t- we've only twenty minutes in. By now, look, you're pulling <laughs> you're into. Already, you're pulling you're, in. Yeah, you're pulling onto Tyler. You're finding parking. <laughs> look at that. It didn't even take. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was in San Diego, mm-hmm. and we went from Mission Valley to Chula Vista to get some tacos. It was like a 30 minute drive. Yeah. And it was just from one little section. Of, it wasn't even like across town. Like, <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes is such a short thing. But also I think it just, it's still a, a like, there's still a cultural thing, you know, yeah. of like, and I'm not saying that it's like Monterey people saying, oh, Salinas people are violent <laughs> or whatever. I, yeah. Salinas people can also, oh, they're stuck up and, and yeah. this and that. And it's like, well, we're wrong. Mm-hmm. We're wrong. And we need to keep, commingling you know and yeah i think at the end of the day we're all just like people and the cool thing about music is like it's just sharing experiences and everybody's got like what i if i've learned nothing else from like being brave and just like writing these songs that are so vulnerable and you're right it is like in many cases it is like opening up my diary and like telling people stuff I would never tell anybody like I've saying to crowds of people things that I would never like have she's still a virgin everybody told my best friend. <laughs> yep. I didn't think she would sing that but I was like all right cool <laughs> no. like all right <laughs> but uh no, I just like I I realized though that like it's been cool to have people like come up to me and be like I am so glad that you said that because I'm like dealing with that too or like I relate so much to that and it's just really made me realize more than ever that like we're all just people like we all are le- dealing with the sh- same shit maybe same shit different town <laughs> like yeah it's all the same stuff at the end of the day it really is dude i mean it you can go to a different country you know mm-hmm. and not speak the same language and a different culture and 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 the same thing you know people will be dealing with the same kind of anxieties and yeah. stuff and yeah no well and i think it's super important recently i did as controversial an episode <laughs> as as i can do you know speaking mm-hmm. on politics oh yeah. my god it, it's such a fire brand whatever i, I don't know i'm just trying to sound smart right there a uh, fire uh, where is that uh, I, I think a brand of fire I don't know. <laughs> <A brand> of <laughs> fire. anyway it's such a hot topic you know yeah. it's such a you know something not, not to talk to touch about mm-hmm. but it's one of those where i'm just like People are like sending me DMs or like telling me on the street, like, not what do I say? Like, what does a podcast have to say about this? You know, yeah. which is so interesting. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to like, I hate this divisiveness that we're going through. Everyone's so mad at each other. And yeah. I'm just like, dude, can we just not? Can we just get along? Yeah. I still, yeah. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. And, and so I, anyway, I was like, dude, I don't want to because I know I'm going to get pushback from it. I, I could come out and saying, hey, I love everybody. I love everything. But because of the nature of the, the subject, mm-hmm. people are going to be, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> or, and But also, I, I'm like, I feel that because people are reaching out to me, it's, I, uh, I hope this doesn't come across as me like sounding all big headed or whatever. <laughs> but I feel like they're uh, like they want to say something, but they're a little scared to say it publicly. Mm. Like, hey, I, I, this is how I actually feel. But if I say it, you know, I think people might jump on me. But if yeah. you say it, then, oh, well, you were brave enough to say it publicly. So then that'll allow me, you know, next time my friend wants to say something dumb, I can push yeah. back on him, you know. Yeah. And and sometimes that's why I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll I'll take the heat. Mm-hmm. But, like, hopefully somebody can get motivated and be like, look, dude, if, if he's willing to stick his neck out like that, like, then I can do it as well. Yeah. And I don't know. Hopefully 
then you profit. I don't know. Somehow, this <laughs> is a capitalist society, Jen. I'm still trying to make that money. Somehow, I do that and then profit. I'm still trying to figure oh, out I that. I thought you meant profit like P R O. Oh, oh, that too. I like, I would start a cult. A, I'm just a prophet. Like I would oh, start a really cult. Took a left turn. Yeah, here, I would. I would start a cult. It wouldn't be one of the mean cults. I'd start one of the the only good ones. Do you like a cat cult? Why not? A cat cult? Yeah, everybody. Cats do their own thing. Yeah. I don't know. Do I ferrets. don't love cats. Oh, a ferret cult could be cool. Ferrets are awesome. I know, I would have to leave California because they're not legal here. So I'd go to start my ferret cult. Maybe Nevada. that's what makes it a cult that like it's like a, a group of Californians who are like standing up for ferrets and like owning them. <laughs> and they just like form a small community of people and they all own ferrets and ferrets run rampant. And, oh, it could be on an island. Why not? Ferret Island. Ferret Island. Ferret. Oh, fire, Ferret Island. The Ferret Island cult. We just did it. Yeah, and it. there's a lot of islands on the Sacramento River. Okay, we can do this. This is this, this is, is a lot doable. more doable. This yeah, doable. It, I started off as a joke a minute ago, but this is I'm getting. And the serious. only music you can listen to is the Fragment. <laughs> yeah. <of Island>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, does this album have a title or do the chapters yeah, have colored titles? Colored glasses, and the chapters have titles too. Um, so it's Sea Colored Glasses because. Um, it's kind of about this like year in my life in Monterey and kind of like the changes that happened and like the people that I lost and the people that I loved and like silly rumors that like had were so random and not true. And like, I heard she's a virgin. <laughs> I heard she's a virgin. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, and then, uh, and then the last chat, well, uh, and then it kind of like ends with overcoming all of those things and like looking to the future and stuff so chapter one is love and loss chapter two is rumors and silence and chapter three is a future and overcoming a future and over rumors and silence definitely sounds like a taylor swift album it's that totally <laughs> does it's cool it's cooler though it'll be cooler yeah i'm excited for that i just finished uh finished recording that one the second one yeah and i well, really, rumors and silence. Rumors and silence. I just, I'm like, so, uh, chapter one is like done. I have like a couple. I just have to finish the animation on it, which I'm animating the like slates. the video. Yeah, the well, not the. I'm. I hope to do a music video for one of them on the album, but um, I'm animating the canvases on Spotify, so it's all gonna be hand animated, like old school light table status, and then uh. And so that's chapter one's pretty much done. I just have to finish that. And then chapter two is all recorded. I just have to take it to get edited and mastered and all of that. And then chapter three, I just finished recording drums on it. And uh, the last song is just me and a piano. So easy. Oh, that's, that's, dude, that's, I'm a, and I love the, the basically concept album, you know, it's just yeah. like, yeah. Oh, all of my albums it. are going to be, I mean, it's yeah i love telling stories do you like writing stories or do you just write songs uh <laughs> i wrote a story once i tried to write a, a book with chapters once in high school and it was gonna be like steampunk and <laughs> that got really weird really fast and we didn't finish it it's there yeah I was going to, there were two fish in it. Not, it wasn't about fish, but the main character had two fish named Ingrid and Eunice. It was going Steampunky fish? It was going in a weird direction. It it needed to stop. <laughs> like, I should do music. Yeah, but I, I started writing poetry when I was, like, super young. Probably, like, 
junior high. That's what it was. It was junior high. I was in love with this guy <laughs> who was so cool. He like played guitar and wrote poetry and was all was like cool. emo and like cool. And I was like, fuck, that's so awesome. I'm going to write poetry. <laughs> For him, or just to just I to mean, try to like copy him, and hopefully, <laughs> copy that's how the marriage strong. starts. <laughs> no, I just was like, I don't know. Do you ever like or, meet people or like come in contact with people where you're like, fuck, that's cool. I want to try that. Okay, yeah. So yeah, and then throughout high school, I was always like, in not it. Love is so strong, but you know, I'm using love in quotes. Like I felt like I was in love with like I I fall in love <laughs> with a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean. It's all just it's like, love. It's just a scale. Like it's like, where are you on the scale? I love you a little bit. I love you a lot. Yeah. You know, it's all love. Whatever. But that's a different soapbox. But I was always like in love with musicians, and that was like so my type. Like through. Yeah, you and ninety eight percent of other I know. women. And then I finally was like, I don't need to chase these like stupid musician like boys like i can i can be the musician like i can be that person and then i did <laughs> that's well okay so then the music came later all right well actually before we i want to jump onto your bio but i the the album so people mm -hmm. are super excited i can tell they're listening they're like all right where can i get it <laughs> they're like i want i want to make this a platinum record no. yes <laughs> but yeah so Please people want to start getting or get the chapters or how can they buy it um i'm trying to get so, it so it is going to be on all streaming platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, like it's going to, I'm putting it through Disco, Distro Kid. So it's just going to be on literally everything. So any place that you listen to music will have it. Um, but I'm also going to put it on Bandcamp. So if you want to like support me as an artist, you can feel free to go the extra mile and like buy the album. But um, also I'm doing a concert on Saturday, which is probably like, way before this comes out no this but, will be out tomorrow oh, well really? i well people uh, damn I, I hate doing that because people have no idea <laughs> Surprise! Uh, no, this will I mean, be out thursday thursday october 12th just in case people are listening three years from now okay so yeah <laughs> on yeah. this day <laughs> um okay cool well i have a show coming up on friday that i it's not on friday what am i saying saturday. what's happening uh where are we no it's on saturday it's gonna it's a house show it's a uh, my friend Sloan's, it's called Sloan's Place. He just moved and he has the Steinway piano. And I'm, there's going to be. Steinway. Is it? No, just kidding. It's I'm from, like, have um, I been saying it wrong? No, you ever seen Young Frankenstein? <laughs> no. I mean, I don't think I've consumed any media oh, based on this interview oh. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Well, you're younger, a little. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a Mel Brooks movie, and it's Young Frankenstein. Well, I've heard of it. And I they call him Doctor Frankenstein, and he's like Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Oh it's a big anyway. Oh my god, he's but, got this cool piano at the house. Oh, I was like, Doctor Frankenstein had a piano. Yeah. I do have to watch this movie. No, um, he's got this cool piano at his house that's like from the fifties, and I am going to do a live recording, uh, and so that's also going to be on Bandcamp too if you're like looking to support so you go to bandcamp.com and then you can like i'm, I'm sorry I, i've, I've heard about it but the fragonards the frag and that's f-r-a-g-o-n-a-r-d-s yeah okay. the fragonards and then they're like you what do they just send you money or they could like literally buy the, the, it's the like mp3 a, i think it's like a dollar per song 
So it, then you own the MP3. So and do it. Like, it. I get it if this was like, if we're here talking to James Hetfield or whatever, it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, go to Spotify and listen to the new album. But yeah. like, for local, spend the fucking dollar, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't help have to. The, it's yes, all you good. do. It's all good, but yes, you do. It'd be cool. I definitely am like trying to, you know. Like, oh, you, you millennials are spending $6 on lattes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't spend $3 for a freaking song. Um, yeah, do it. Yeah. So go, yeah, go to Bandcamp. Look at the, look at the Fragonards. And you're saying, so you're going to have one chapter per month until December. Basically. Yeah. That's about it. Oof. That's about how it's going to be, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's crazy to like, it's going to be less than a month really in the end. Um, but yeah, chapter one is going to be the lucky one and Ferris wheel. Um, and chapter two is 30 feet under and sticks. Um, and then chapter three is, um, oh, it's uh, Kitchen Honey and the one that you were talking about before, Wonder. I wonder if I were a worm. I like that. People are going to be like, is that how she sings? I don't know. No, <laughs> no. And we'll see. And that's also another thing. And and I was like thinking of how to word this um, all day today. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. Sometimes you, you hear some people with very unique voices or like radio people. And then they go on the mic and you're like, oh, yeah. When they're off the mic, they kind of sound just like that as mm-hmm. well. And I think like for you. You you seem to t- you you're the same person, yeah. But all of a sudden, like you turn around and you're not looking at you, and you start singing, and you're like, <laughs> "What the fuck? When did Nora that? Jones came here? Get here, Stop you know?" It. And I was like, oh, "That was gonna be my big joke." I was like, "You could be like the white Nora Jones." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But any, I mean, that's what I get. If people are wondering, like for me, I, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm not saying you said Nora. Come on, Nora Jones. No, is people a, is say Nora name. Jones for sure. But Nora yeah. Jones and Regina Spector are like, like the two ones. There's this like soul to it. Thank you, you know, like thanks and. And again, and you wouldn't, I it almost, I guess, people like seeing Amy Winehouse come in, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm. what's this little girl going to do? And then all of a sudden, we're dead, right? and you, you know, this soul comes out. And you're like, what the? What? Who that? What the? I had to sit down the first time you started singing. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Um, but no, it's, that's what is, I, I think is so interesting. Cause again, you, you hear this and you think like, oh my gosh, this is, well, I don't mean to sound that like, oh, like this album's going to be, she's saying it's not poppy, but I bet it's like this, you know, wannabe <laughs> Carrie like, Underwood like, Taylor's, it's but it's not, it's not. It, it doesn't like, again, the, 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 the soul that, that I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you do it. I was completely blown away because oh, right before you. you went to record, you're like, you're introducing me around, you know, and you're, you're just, you got this bubbly, happy personality, you know, and and not that you get dark when you're on stage, but that so this dead. voice, you know, that like comes from just again, like it's it's thank you, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm just I'm over here. I'm like, um, yeah, and and I would I would suggest, and you got to see this live, and I'm sure it's one of these where the the album is probably going to sound great, but mm-hmm. like seeing you live is a treat in itself. Thank you. And, and I know I'm like, I just am saying thank you. Thank you. But yeah. So, I, yeah. It, it's so hard sweet. to just sit there and thank take you. compliments, you know? Yeah, and, it definitely is. But I so appreciate you saying that. And I mean, and yeah, cause there's never everyone that's musicians. I absolutely love what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. so cool. The bravery to get up on stage, whether you can sing on key or not, <laughs> yeah, like even totally. karaoke, like, dude, that is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'll never bring that down. Mm-hmm. But again, hearing you is one of those that's like, you probably, if you have the time, you probably want to go see her. I agree. And, it, and it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pay full price. Yeah. I'm doing a special in. month too this month of 
October, Spookytober. Um, that's not what it's called. But I, I'm doing like a solo October thing. I'm practicing. I'm going on tour. I'm doing a big tour in March. And uh, also with the Telltales in December. But that's a separate tour. Um, but yeah, March is my big tour. And so I'm practicing this month doing solo stuff because I'm just going on the road by myself. And um, yeah, I'm figuring out my solo sound. So it's going to be like very raw, very like just me and my myself and my piano <laughs> well you're very confident on stage so I, I i think you'll do you'll kill it i think you'll do it. that was also another thing that i was um also very impressed with is that you you're the singer and you weren't bossing everybody around but it was obviously you're in charge you know you're not like looking around should we do this song should we do like can we do? you were like this is what's happening next and let's do it you know you were obviously and then the band itself, you could tell they were, they understood the hierarchy as well. And it wasn't, <laughs> I don't and, know about uh, that. well, yeah, I know the drummers. They're, so, they're good guys. Like, I guess, yeah, yeah, you guys had good chemistry as you can tell, yeah, you know, that like good, good collaboration and friendship and yeah. Yeah. And, and again, and, and that really added to it. But again, your, your stage presence was just like, yeah, you by yourself is probably going to be just as awesome. I, I can be bitching. Can, you know, I was on the, on the way here, I was talking to my friend and I was like, I should really use the word bitching more. <laughs> bitching needs to make a comeback. Bitching needs a comeback. Yeah, it, 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 it is a cool word. And it, and it's not as aggressive as just bitch like that. I don't like that bitch word is pr too much. I, I don't like that word. Yeah. Uh, but bitching is, bitch yeah. is cool. Bitching very, is very powerful. Spickly, very <laughs> fast times. Man. You've seen fast times. Yeah. No, oh I, my gosh. I don't think I've like, Oh my God. I know. There's this thing There's, called I haven't Hollywood. Seen, and in I Hollywood, know. they take like songs <laughs> like you do, but they make them really long, really, really long. And then they record them with a video camera. With a video <laughs> camera. And then it's like a story. Yeah. Oh, so you know. I haven't seen Avatar. Like I am that, like that's living. Okay. I'm Patrick Starr. I'm living in a. Like, Avatar's not. It's I. I was listening to a I'm podcast earlier and they were like, isn't it like for when it came out, it was this giant thing. But it's like, like you don't hear about it anymore. Well, Toy mm -hmm. Story is still like a cultural thing. You know, yeah. it's still cultural relevant. Mm -hmm. Nobody brings up Avatar anymore, you know? I don't know. I feel like people bring up Avatar. Avatarians, like people that are into it are mm -hmm. very much into it. Normal yeah. people like you and I, <laughs> we don't care. Whoa, I don't think I've ever been called normal before. Yeah, that and I, I, could, I threw myself over in here on the Salinas Underground. No, Our version of normal. <laughs> the normal people are like, oh, <laughs> Normal yeah. people are like. They called her what? <laughs> well, and <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of why you're not normal, we sp we talked about your music, and like I said, I'm so curious. I always love to get people's biographies, man. Yeah, people have interesting stories. Mm -hmm. Very few people are like me. It's like, yeah, I was born two miles away, and 36 years ago, <laughs> later, here I am. No, you've Most got an interesting people, story yeah. too. Things have happened don't, in between. Don't you be minimizing yourself? My self-deprecating. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, well, I know a bit, I'll pretend like I don't, but what is it? Pretend uh, you don't so, what is it? Socratic <laughs> ignorance, you know, just mm -hmm. for the sake of conversation, I'll pretend like okay, I don't Okay, I'll but. pretend I've never told you. <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah, and are you from here, from this area? I'm... Number one, what's your actual fucking name? No, just kidding. Yeah. No, no. You, I'll tell you off there. I don't care, I, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, I am from, um, where am I from? I'm, I was born in Arlington Heights, Illinois. <laughs> 
And so I say I'm from Chicago because that's cool. And you can say it with the accent. So Yeah, yeah. And then uh, do you want the whole timeline? Timeline's fun. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So born in Illinois. Uh, when I was three weeks old, we moved to Germany. Uh, lived there for a little bit. Military? Came, no, uh, just business boy. Oh. Yeah. Um, so lots of job transfers. Um, yeah. And then moved back to Illinois. Grew up there. Kind of, I was like seven. And then, uh, and then I, my dad got another job transfer to like the East Bay. So the, the deal was that we were going to get a golf cart and we'd be able to, I think it was like that we'd be able to like surf. Like we, it's because we used to go on vacation to like Michigan or like, I think we went on vacation or maybe like Savannah, Georgia or something. Somebody had a golf cart and we were obsessed with golf carts. We were like, we love it. We're loving it. It's a tiny car that we can drive. Like, that's great. So my dad was like, well, we'll get a golf cart if you move to California and don't bitch about it. Um, and we like, like you guys actually had a option. I'm sure he'd be like, we, did, we had no option. Yeah. We didn't that's get the cool golf with him cart. At least. Oh, I think like, I don't like him no more. Yeah. I <laughs> um, I think that, like we were like let's we were gonna surf or like we wanted to live but we thought we were gonna live by the ocean because it was like we're moving to California mm-hmm. and when you're in Illinois California is like like the biggest question that I got asked at that point was like do you surf to school like consistently like growing up I would come back to Illinois and everybody was like but do you surf to school I'm like I don't think. That would be so silly. Like, you would go out and in and out and in and out. Like, it would be so slow to surf to school. Like, who would do that? When I went to Illinois, everybody kept calling me Los Angeles because they thought that's where I lived. Because they thought, I'm like, dude, that's like six hours away. If anything, call me San Francisco. I'm way closer to. It's a big state. They have no, because it's on the east, you know, if we go farther east, it it gets different. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but LA's in California. You're from California, so you must live by LA. Like, no, I don't. That's so funny. No, I don't. They can have an earthquake and I can't feel it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You wouldn't even close to feel that. Um, so but yeah, East oh, Bay, no golf cart. No golf cart for us. Just like regular suburban family kind of vibes. And then in Vacaville, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was like, fuck California. Um, I want to get, I was like feeling very rebellious at that point. I'm like, get me out of here. Um, and so I applied all over, all over the country, zero schools in California. And I got into like a bunch of schools and I decided on Baylor University somehow. And it was like Waco was nothing when I lived there. Baylor's in Waco? Waco, Texas. I know one thing. You know, you know the thing I know about Waco. I think there's a few things that people know. That's all I know about Waco. Yeah, I was like, I was going to college there during the Twin Peaks shooting. Like, <laughs> what's that? It's just like there was David this, Lynch or some shit. No, there was this moment where all of these people, all of these like biker gangs, were like, you know what? You know where we should meet up at the Twin Peaks in, which is like Hooters basically, uh, in Waco, <laughs> Texas, and like let's just shoot each other. I mean, I'm sure that there's more. I please don't don't at me. I'm so sorry. I'm sure there's way more nuance to this horrible like yeah the banditos are like whoa 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 (laughs) yeah you're not talking about the rally of 73 a lot of stuff went down there i'm sure that it's more nuanced than this but 
to the outside observer who is like not privy to those conversations, like it seemed like a bunch of gangs just got together and started shooting in front of the Hooters, basically, um, at in Waco. It wasn't the Hooters; it was Twin Peaks, but same difference. And um, how do those restaurants? I guess it's the first. <laughs> they don't make sense to me. I do not get Hooters, Twin Peaks, apparently, and then there's Tilted. Oh, Tilted Kilt. Kilt. Kilt? Yeah. <sighs> I had a high school. What strange content? <laughs> How? Oh, that must suck. And I, part of your job is to get sexually harassed. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm assuming that that's just impl- I, like dude, you kind of know. Like really? Do they still? They exist still? Do they? Yes, I was just in San Diego a couple of weeks really? ago, and across the highway there was a fucking Hooters, and I was Ew. like, "What?" I was like, "I kind of want to go get the wings." On the other See, side of things. I'm not I'm not for like jobs with sexual assault, obviously. So on, weird. On the other side of things, like women have it really hard. It is kind of nice to have like one thing that you can count on <laughs> and that you can like profit off of your feminine wiles. Like oh, that is it's true. not it's not ideal that like that I don't know, that there's, there's, creepy old dudes are gonna it's be creepy. More, yeah, people be creepy and that sucks, and like people cross lines. But you know, if we're gonna get the short end on the, of the stick on so many fucking things, like at least we got our feminine wiles. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Not. Ideal, well, what if you like, don't have big boobs? <laughs> I'm over. <laughs> not everybody's into. I don't know. Well, I don't it's called know. Twin Peaks. It's not called well, Valleys. Twin, well, Twin Peaks is probably. I don't know. I wasn't. And never, Hooters. To be honest. That fucking owl ain't throwing nobody off. Yeah. I never, I've never visited the Twin Peaks establishment. It was, it was closed down shortly after this encounter. I can imagine. Yeah. After the yeah. freaking. I've been to Hooters once on accident. I think somebody, somebody was like, my boyfriend's taking me to Hooters. Want to come? And I was like. Okay. Be like, okay, well, what are you going to do with the red flag in the car? Yeah, that guy was a red flag. But anyway, um, so you're in Waco. You yeah, went sorry, Baylor. I got so off track. That was there. me. That was me. <laughs> I, I I went on my feminist. <laughs> no, support I, you structure. know what? I'm in full support. It of It trips the me out. It trips me out. But again, like you're saying, hey, if at the very least, um, yeah, and it's not like a strip club, you know. So you still yeah, have no, some. Yeah, no, there's choice. Some, yeah, I, it, to my knowledge, I think there's choice there still. Um, it's the mascot not, for not Baylor the case and everything. Tiger? The, the, no, it's the Baylor Bears. Okay. Yeah. So I was there for anyway, long there for five years. During that time, I like studied abroad, which was really cool. And then um, because of like studying abroad, fell in love with the French language, and um, and then got a job with the French government teaching English, and then went to France for two years. Realized that I did not want to become a French citizen. Um, at that point, I don't know. That feels You're like drenched, dressed like a French citizen. <laughs> yeah, I know. People used to call me stripes in college because I wore stripes so much. She's dressed like Marcel Marceau right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I decided to come back and I, um, got my teaching credential and applied all over California and then, yeah, landed in Monterey and I've been here ever since. When you were teaching English, did they have like a curriculum for you or was it like no. Robin Williams and Good Morning Vietnam where they just kind of throw you in the classroom and you could just say, slap me some skin, brother? Yeah, uh, it was it was me in a closet with a lot of kids, which sounds wild to say, but it was closet? literally a closet. Yeah, they gave me my, my classroom. They were like, you can have this closet. 
I mean, like, I think there's and something lost in translation, but maximum, classroom has the word room in it. Yeah, the maximum capacity of this closet was 11 people, which is wild. What the hell? Smallest class. Well, you know what? I had a class size start out this year at 10. That was the smallest class I had it size I've ever had. And it was crazy. They would, like, teachers would be, like, if they had a rough kid that they just, like, wanted to get out of their classroom, they would send them, like, to me for my little, like, English time. And so I was supposed to have kids switch, but like the hard kids. Wait, this was them. in France? This was in France. You had hard French kids? That's yeah. <laughs> I um, would be like, I know you're tough, bro, but your accent Oh, man. Funny. I mean, they were tough for the French, but like I came here and started <laughs> teaching in Oakland and was like, yeah. this is tougher. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, my God. I don't know if I told you last time, but the first time, my first day, I had substitute taught like in between that when I was like, um, getting my teaching credential and the first day like this kid was mad at me and he just stood up and was like fuck you and he just like punches the door as hard as he can he like was bleeding everywhere and he just runs out and that was like my first day of teaching <laughs> in, in america damn I so i was like this is different but yeah so i lived i not lived whoa i was teaching in this closet and then teachers would like throw more kids there and the maximum maximum capacity was 11 but then we'd get like 15 16 kids come and we're just like there's not even chairs there's not even space so but i was teaching like basically art history and film appreciation but like in english to french kids film appreciation and you've not seen one of the movies i've said or quoted yes <laughs> so French kids are like there's four American movies I was a terrible person no actually you know what we like watched where the wild things are or we we read the where the wild things are book and then we watched the movie and we like talked about the characters and character analysis and stuff how old were these kids uh junior high oh that's cool my second year was junior high my first year I was in elementary schools and was this in a city this so okay I taught it in two different situations. Um, my first year, I was in Perpignan, which is, uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's a city. I've had that. It's, it's good. It's good wine. Have you had Perpignan? <laughs> no, Sounds like champagne. Bagnoles <laughs> is a type of wine right outside, and that's, like, super sweet, like, wine. That's that's good wine. Oh, man. Mm, memories. But, mm. <laughs> uh, no. So, I was in a city my first year, and I was very seriously dating somebody long distance Freaking common threads here in your stories I know. <laughs> and uh well listen to my songs um <laughs> yeah i have orange marmalade um uh, but anyway <laughs> yeah uh i was dating somebody really seriously and he just like was not uh a good person <laughs> it was mm -hmm. not it was not a good thing that yeah. i was dating him and it needed to end, and so I signed up for a second year, like, without telling him to kind of, like, help myself break up with him. Uh, and I convinced myself that if I, like, could just, like, move to a French village, that, like, then my French would be, like, it would be French nirvana. Like, I would learn French so well, and my grammar would be so good, and I did move to a French village. I like got accepted to this like suit. It was me and cows. It was like literally like it was so small. It was so it's. I Do they know. moo in French? <laughs> they say, or they um, say, <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're smoking a cigarette. Yeah, uh, me, uh, me, uh, me, uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
they move in French. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, that's so good. Yeah, One day I'll grow up. <laughs> Please don't. Oh my God. I wonder if I wonder if you took an American cow to France oh my and God. it moved, would the French cow be like, what the dude what the fuck's mm, up with this dude? Excuse me, excuse moi. Like, are you call that bread? <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, it was rough. That second year I was like alone. It was like it was like almost like um I read I read Eat Pray Love and Walk Through Walls, like back to back, which is Marina Abramovich's she's a, a performance artist, um memoir. And anyway, so I like it was funny that like I read those and then did that because it was like very much almost like an ashram, like where I mean, okay, that's probably so insensitive to say that, but like it an ashram's like this place to my understanding where you go and you're like totally alone for like a year or something and it really it felt like that um yeah so that was yeah that was just that was my second year in france <laughs> i don't know where just i was going you with and that. the cows just me and the cows may move <laughs> and then you come back to monterey is that where and then i i guess the longer version of that is i moved back in with my parents while i figured out like what i was gonna do which was good because if I had gone back for another year in France, that would have been me in the pandemic in France, and I would have been. Oh, stuck. okay, okay, yeah, I wasn't getting the timing. Oh, okay, this is yeah. So this is recent. Yeah, this is still recent. And then, um, yeah, so I moved back in with back in with my parents while I finished my credential for a little bit. And then, like, with substitute teaching and, like, getting my teaching chops up, like, my American teaching yeah. chops. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then at that point, so I was back in the East Bay, and then I applied and got into Monterey. That's when I, I – it's going to – kind of a harsh transition, but I'm like, <laughs> we got we got to work through it. Well, because we didn't really talk about now your music history. I, you know, yeah. So, because you so said you, the longest you, timeline ever. Well, no, we gotta we gotta figure it all out. All that, and you still don't know her name, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I because you you kind of mentioned that it wasn't like it was a later in your life that you got into music. Yeah. When did you pick up an instrument? Well, okay. So there's like I feel like there's like well, got into music and then there's like started performing. So I picked up my first instrument in. Well, maybe in second grade. I think it was the recorder. I think I was like, we all did. That, I was yeah. shredding in hot cross buns. Honestly, it was wild. People were screaming. People loved me on the recorder, and I said, "Well, if you have to have me on the recorder, then I bet you'll love me on the flute." And so, in fourth grade, I was the first chair flute <laughs> for my junior high orchestra, which later I went to like my sister's orchestra concerts, and it was like was I that bad? <laughs> so I started playing flute really young. And then, um, in high school, uh, I was in love with a musician. No, I wasn't in love with him, but he was in love with me. <laughs> and <laughs> the beginning of every good yeah, story, Yeah, the right? common thread. Common thread. Um, and his name was Evan and we were like best friends and uh, he's actually like one of the people that Lucky One is about, but he got me into music and he like, I used to, I still have terrible like trouble going to sleep. 
and he would like sing me to sleep. Like he would call me and like stay on the phone with me until I fell asleep. And he would like play his ukulele and sing me songs. Poor guy was trying to prove his love to you. He was like trying so hard. I'm, I, yeah, I feel bad about that. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to love everybody. Yeah, exactly. I was upfront about it, but you yeah. know. Uh, but anyway, you should listen to this podcast. People love to tell me that the this they <laughs> listen to this how they go to sleep. Like, thank you. Yeah, feel great. <laughs> feel great. It makes me feel amazing. Yeah. Well, it's a chill. It's a chill vibe. It's good vibes. Yeah, it's good quiet conversation. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So I guess he he convinced me to get my first ukulele, which I feel like was the beginning of me being like, okay, what like the, like singing and playing an instrument started to connect. Um, and then I grew up like my parents are very conservative. I grew up to not be so conservative, but I grew up like into church. And um, there was like a church band, and so there were like, a f- and my brother's friends were all in this church band, and they would like play guitar and sing and all these things. So, and I was like, my brother's friends are the shit, and I still think they're the shit. They're awesome. And I love the bassist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, um, I just kind of grew up there and it was a natural transition for me to start like singing in this band um and i eventually was like they graduated and so i was like in charge of this band and like picking the songs and like getting everything ready and performing and yeah so i got used to that really young um and then i went to college and didn't do anything for years and years and years like didn't really perform at all um and then I got broken. I hate that all of these stories fucking start with a guy. <laughs> but I got broken up with for the first time. <laughs> Damn. So, suddenly the turn. Was you tables. calling the shots this whole time? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got broken up with for the first time. And it Coward. wasn't even anything like serious. It was like a three month, like casually dating kind of a thing. That, and I was like, I was really into him, but like, looking back i'm like yeah that didn't that didn't quite gel like you know um but he something was off he didn't like talk to me for 24 hours and i kind of like had a sense that something was weird and then he texted me and he's like i need to come over like in the morning he's like can i come over to your house in 15 minutes and i was like okay and i got this sense that he was gonna break Mm -hmm. up with me i'm like okay whatever like it's fine and then he came over and he was so upset and he was like really not okay and he was like i mean i'm so and he like and i got put into a position of like comforting him because he was so upset and i didn't really get to say anything about like my end of things and like what I didn't feel like I was getting for the relationship. It just sounded like, well, I didn't like, you know, and I, it did, it kind of struck me that that's what it was when I woke up the next morning and I was like, I have something to say. And I just like the first like line of my like first real song popped into my head, which I don't know if this, (laughs) it was not an appropriate line. Fine. And uh, and yeah, I guess the rest is history. What was the line? Your little cock uncircumcised. I saw the sadness in your eyes as you said you couldn't romanticize this anymore. <laughs> Damn, you went straight for the fucking jugular. <laughs> Poor yeah. guy, he was already hurting. No. 
Nah. Where's this guy? I need to comfort this dude. <laughs> like, hey, man, I heard her story, bro. You're, they're all in the same. I texted him. You're not the wrong. Kind of recently and was just like, hey, I just want to say thank you so much. Like, that was like, that inadvertently set off this chain of events that has changed my life. And it's been the best thing ever. And I just feel like, I know it's so cheesy to say, but it's like, wow, that could be anything in your life. Like, it's so easy to take things that are shitty and just be like, well, this is going to have a shitty outcome. Like that was, that moment was the best moment of my life. Like, I'm so glad that he did that. And I like have thanked him. He did not respond, but I like felt the need to thank him for that. It's like, first of all, she writes that first fucking line and now she's doing the, <laughs> oh, leave me alone. Oh my God, no. He like. Let me grieve. He never heard that song. <laughs> I should have texted it. That should have been the, the text with it. Oh, like, here's my first time. That would have. That yeah. would have been. Well, and how did you do the piano? Where did that come in? Um, or are, is that all recorded? You're just faking it. <laughs> just no. Like, doo, doo. no, uh, no, I don't fake anything. I'm genuine. Uh, when I was a kid, not according to that guy. <laughs> got me. <laughs> you got me. No. Um, what was it? so the the piano came in? You're like so. Yeah, I'm so good. I'm so good. Go. I'm so good. I'm so good. That's so good. Um, <laughs> No, well, because I just think I do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We have a live audience. The people don't know. They're really usually very quiet. Hiding behind this curtain. There's 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 always uh, it's uh, thirty thousand people out there. You can't. It's weird that we didn't open the curtains at any point. It it usually makes you. It's a lot of people. You know, usually gets the 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 guests nervous. So I keep them hidden. But you can hear. Problem with an audience. You can hear them. You can hear them. Are you okay? Are you okay with it? Calm down, calm down. They're like, we want to preserve. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> we want to preserve the quality of like the podcast. They're gr- they're they great. Wanna just hear it. They do Dude, not want to see us. Thirty thousand people. Not one of them makes a, a, a noise out of place. They're amazing. Our amazing. our listeners are are one hundred percent amazing. Thank you guys. Ninety five dollars <laughs> a ticket. They paid ninety five dollars a ticket. We must be all general admission. <laughs> On all general admission. So everybody paid the same. Um, no, anyway, the piano, because I think to me that that's one of everybody always wants to play an instrument because it's cool to play instruments. But yeah. like, I wish and you get hot chicks playing instruments, right? Yeah, that's why I play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, I think the piano, it just seems like you could do everything. It yeah. seems like it's all the instruments in one because yeah. it has such a big range. Sonically, it's like kind of everything. Yeah. Like the little red head, blue hedgehog. <laughs> what sonic sonically like in, in yes, terms of yes, audio um no it's so well how did you learn did you take lessons go um, on youtube that's an interesting story. it's so funny you know what before this podcast started you said that like everybody opens up to you and it's always crazy and, they all, and i'm like wow everything's just a story tonight isn't it but i have another story so <laughs> uh when i was in gosh i don't even remember i was still going i was like in elementary school i guess i yeah we were living in clayton so wow that was a long time ago anyway at some point in my childhood my parents signed me up at shadelands for a piano class and i was like cool this is gonna be great and i really enjoyed it and they were they rented this piano and like kept it in the house which is like how 
freaking amazing. Like that's so supportive and mm-hmm. awesome of my parents. Like fuck. I mean, anyway. So um, I love this piano. I loved piano lessons, but every fucking Friday they would go to Blockbuster without me and they would rent videos and come back and they would have their fucking videos after my piano lesson and I would be like, you didn't get anything from me? And and I was like, okay. Like I would over and over just be like, please grab, get me a Bug's Life. I just want to watch a Bug's Life. This is what I want to see. Please grab it for me. And every week after my piano lesson, they would come back. No Bug's Life. And they're like, this is Schindler's list. Yeah, this is Schindler's <laughs> and you're going to love it. Yeah. Suck it up. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the house of pain. No. Um, and I got more and more frustrated. And then finally I was, and then, well, okay. Then I think my piano teacher like also was like quitting. And I was like, I don't want to do piano lessons anymore. I want to watch a bug's life. And like, it all just happened in the, at the wrong time at the same time. And in long story short, piano lessons stopped. And, um, two years ago I asked for a piano, like a keyboard, like a super, super cheapo shitty keyboard for Christmas because I was like, I really like miss playing piano. And like, I think I could be, that could be cool for my music. And, uh, so I started playing again two years ago and yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound like it sounds like I've gotten this far. (laughs) I it, no, it, it's super cool, and that's what I like. Again, in your show, you're on the piano, and then you bust out the ukulele, and then you did the steel drums for a while. That was super cool. The steel drums. All of a sudden, it was what? like a whole reggae section. Oh my god, that's the yeah. one thing I will never be is reggae. Everybody, like that, half your listeners are like, "Fuck this <laughs> podcast now." No, no, I am so not we, into reggae. We got, we got the Rudians for that. <laughs> But anyway, Jen, is that it? Did, did we talk? We got all your stories. I think so. I mean, not all no, of them. Yeah, we definitely, we could go on for hours <laughs> more, but we'll be nice to people. And I want to, yes. you want to check out Vinyl Night. It's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, let's, let's go. Did you bring it? Do you have a record? No, I've literally, oh my God, I don't. I've almost wanted to buy a record mm-hmm. just to do that. But then I feel so cheesy that I'm doing it just to do that. Who so cares? I got to get a record. Just I, live your dreams. Yeah. Live your best life. Do whatever the fuck you want. Speaking of reggae, times. I want to hear some Sister Nancy in there. <laughs> I, I, freaking, I freaking love them. Oh, man. I think Yellow you said what you to say. Well, summary, Sea Colored Glasses is coming out. The whole thing is coming out December 9th. But uh, Chapter 1 is coming out October 20th. Please listen. Uh, if you, you know, follow me on Instagram, my name is Jin Fragonard, G-I-N, like the drink, F-R-A-G-O-N-A-R-D. That page will connect you with all of my other bands, all of my other projects and things and wonder the wonderful community that is, you know, Monterey County, um, too. And then... Where will you be on Friday? On Saturday. Saturday. On Saturday, I'm going to be at Sloan's Place. Um and which is a house show please come if you send me a dm i will send you a ticket link it's also in my bio and my instagram right now if you want to if you'd like to come it'd be so fun i'm excited there's gonna be it's gonna be big time story time my like it's it's gonna be like kind of a cozy story time intimate open journal kind of a show and yeah i don't know all all of my info is on my gin fragonard uh instagram so if you want to come to a show or Find out more about the album. Yeah, the go forward. I mean, those are it's a it's a great show. It's it's one of those that like again, 
dancing loud music is awesome but like <laughs> your shows like speaking of love was the the whole connection of this episode and yeah. like it's a good like date night type thing you know where yeah. you can sit there and listen to good music but also yeah. converse and totally if um, you want to if you want to feel something come on down <laughs> well actually you know a lot of your songs like breakup type songs people your yeah, you your couple will up, look be like mm. if you want to break up with your boyfriend and you don't know how to do it please come to my show <laughs> please come to my show it's gonna be a great hang and if you love your boyfriend or girlfriend i don't know what yeah i'm not just i yeah I guess like, I'm I'm speaking to people like they're all women. I guess most of my Instagram followers, though, I looked the other day and they're mostly men. So bring your girlfriend. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder, I why. wonder why that, what's that all about? Come on down. <laughs> Thanks for having me, though. This Sounds like you were so talking to your followers or your men followers. You're like, come on. <laughs> come on down. You too. They'll, they'll pay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, yeah. Thank you for coming on. This, this was a uh, whole really oh, 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 heck a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, again, go check her out. And now you've been on here, you you know what it's like. You'll come back farther down the road and you'll, you'll tell anytime. more stories. Invite me back. Yeah, of course. But anyway, Jim, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. We'll catch y'all later.